You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. try to stir up sympathy. I don't think people believe that we're mean to you. I feel like because you guys both have the headset mics on, like you're going to get up and do like a boy band dance slash singing. Bye, bye, bye. That's all I got. (laughs) Oh, Oh, boy. It's going to be one of those days. So today we are going to be talking about, um, hey, we're back at church again. We're gathering in person and kind of go over some things that are had, that have changed and what it's like being back and um, kind of start to look ahead a little bit towards uh, the fall when hopefully things are even more kind of back to normal. Um, but before we do that, how is everyone doing today? Yeah. <laughs> Shauna I always, hate this question. Shauna always like, I'm fine. lots I'm say, to I'm say. Real mad today. <laughs> well, I mean, it's David's not here, day. so. Yeah. So, meh. Um, I'll answer for David. Meh. Um, I am super excited to be here. I am yeah. super excited to be here. Jeez. You know what? I like it when we can talk about the sermons, going deeper in podcast. But um, I kind of like being able to hit these topics, too. So I was excited about this podcast. Um, and you guys are two of my favorite people. So sitting here with you, wow. having this conversation, like, does it get better than this? I, I, I'm not I don't sure. Think so. The only way it could be better than this is if there were pizza here, Ooh, or oh, ice cream, yeah. or sushi. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know if I would. Oh there. man, you know what? In all of the things that have reopened, the the two sushi places that we go in, in Cedar Rapids have not. They're open for carry out, but they're not open for dine in. And I don't really, you know, it's not the same. Although we did get sushi. Um, carry out when this was at the height of all of this. We got some, and then we ate it in the car in the parking lot uh, before wow. we drove back home. And it was okay, yeah. <laughs> but I would yeah, rather be in the yeah. table. Yeah, we still haven't been. Have we been out to eat at a restaurant? Oh, I don't think we have yet. We were out oh. the first night, <laughs> like like the first, literally the first night mm. things opened up. We were out to dinner. Uh, Randy and Sue Sherman. We we went out to dinner in Cedar Rapids. Um, at Edison's, and we were sitting outside in the patio, and I remember Carrie looking around saying, okay, these are our people. Like, <laughs> these are these are the people that are were like, you know, like that, that have been so tired of being inside yeah. Yeah. that they were ready to go out no matter what. And yeah. um, turns out that um, there's not a lot of us. Yeah. That kind of leads into what we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. too, because I think that's something I've learned through all this because I've always kind of considered myself more of an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am way more of an introvert than I realized, and I love being home mm-hmm. and being just being with my family and not having to see people. Like, it was kind of nice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel like I was the same, too. I was like, I'm, I feel like when I'm out and about, I'm such an extroverted person. But then I'm like, ooh, I really like this um, being home stuff, too, where you don't have to use all your energy and... Yeah, I, I, like, no. I've kind of <laughs> hated every minute of it. So, yeah. You know what, though? Like, like 
honestly, I think both can be true. Right. Like, I think I can be energized with people. Like, I like being around people, and and that does energize me. Mm -hmm. But I also do want the time away. And I I think it's this misnomer that extroverts just always crave being around people. Like, uh, no, I mean, that that does energize me, whatever. But but there are moments where it's like, okay, I need um, to shut it down because (laughs) I don't really – rest and relax right. unless I can shut it down. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I, I think everybody, even if they're like me, where they thrive on, on chaos and, and things happening and people being around, mm-hmm. like, like even guys like, like there's part of this that's been, Oh, that's, it's a nice, it's refreshment, right. sure. uh, mm-hmm. being forced to, to refocus mm-hmm. and things. It's been good, yeah. but, but you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm also like, okay, like enough is enough. Let's do sure. this thing. And <laughs> yeah. like, let's get life going again. Yeah. And, and yeah. so, um, as opposed yeah. to somebody like Carrie, who's more naturally introverted, she's like, okay, enough is enough. I'd like to see some people, right. but then I could just as easily go right back into another month of hibernation right. and let that be good. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I think the yeah. older I get, the more I crave that solitude. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, isolation and solitude are spiritual disciplines. Right. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they're not bad things. Like, it's not like, oh, if I prefer to be isolated, that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Although, interaction and and relationships and community are spiritual disciplines yeah, too right, so yeah, yeah. like like there's a, a discipline for some people than there's yeah. there's a balance though yeah. of of mm-hmm. like we we should crave that time in solitude alone jesus did yeah. um, but certainly he was a guy that was that was understood the spiritual discipline of discipleship yeah. and and, yeah, and yeah. being close that's to people good. too that's good to point that yeah. out though because right. yeah, for some people that's harder yeah. than others so yeah, it's not it's not good, bad, or or otherwise. Right, it's just right. we're all wired differently, but yeah. we we all need all of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, right, exactly. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've been back for how long did you say this morning? Uh, we just finished our fourth week. Okay. Um, um, on Sunday. So what are you? Where are you at? How are you feeling? Like about, about like being back. I mean, well, I mean, I've got a little bit of a headache and. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited to be here. No, (laughs) you mean about being back. Okay. How am I feeling about being back? You know what? I've had a lot of fun being back. It's been a little weird for me because I haven't preached three of the four weeks we've been back. (laughs) Um, so I've been out of my normal routine anyway. I was just telling Shauna before we started recording that I am so excited to preach Sunday just Mm -hmm. because I I miss it. Like it's, I feel like it's, it's one of the ways that God's gifted me and it's something I have to offer. And then when I don't, do it it's fine yeah. but when i don't do it for three weeks in a row i feel like i'm gonna explode yeah i bet so, so everybody um, prepared for a very long sermon no so. it's not long that you have to worry about it's it's value yeah right. so, so, so you might yell so there's I, gonna be lots of yelling I, I i think it's just excitement i don't okay. think i'm gonna yell at anybody <laughs> but i am gonna be really excited but uh but no i have really enjoyed being back i like seeing people i yeah. like um having some uh, uh, just that time to interact you know, it's been hard for me because I want to be respectful of people that I know are coming, but still trying to really mm-hmm. social distance. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did get, uh, like, week one, I got a big hug from Denny, <laughs> so I felt good about that. Um, but, but they I mean, can't it's... help himself. Well, and I, you I know... Mean, they were in the entryway. They hadn't even gotten in the church, and they were already <laughs> I was like, wow, guys. It's just <laughs> been a long time. I think Denny had Lowell and Matt before... That's funny. Before I picture, like, by. slow motion running towards right? each other. The <laughs> field of flowers. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> no, but, but it's... So I've really enjoyed being back, seeing faces, and, and as people start to trickle in, you know, they didn't... 
the first couple of weeks they were, but then after that, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I really I really do kind of thrive in that, and so it's been yeah. it's been good. Uh, anything for people that haven't been able to come back yet that you would want to share with them? I miss their faces. Aww. I yeah. mean, I do like like I miss I miss not seeing people and. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one thing to exchange emails or texts or messages or, you know, I've sent some cards in the mail or whatever, but I, but I do miss seeing uh, people's faces. and, and uh, But I get it. I get that the desire to um, be home and to kind of navigate things safely. Um, I mean, it's, it's a hard balance. Uh, I think no matter how you feel about, you know, coronavirus or whatever, you, you know, you're trying to be respectful of other people. I know I've talked to some people who are like, oh, we'd love to be back, but but caring for an elderly parent, so I, I, I don't feel like I want to risk it. Um, and then it's the balance, too, right? You're like, okay, so at what point do I hit a threshold where it's just like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm exposed enough. Right. You know, I think that was for us and our family. Right. Like, Travis never stopped working at Fairway. Mm-hmm. We never made him quit working. Um, and so, you know, we always kind of had the the idea of like you know what if if Travis is going to work every day and he's around people you know then it doesn't really make sense for us to say oh well now Travis now that you're home you have to just be locked up at home right, yeah. because you're already out and about people and, and and for us it's like well we're around Travis and he's around people and so I mean like there's it just I, I think there's there's a point where people have to make that decision for themselves and I know some people are being really diligent mm-hmm. and they're locking it up and hey, listen, I, I get that, and, and, and I would encourage them to do what they feel like is best. Um, but but I will say that I miss folks that aren't here, and I, I wish they were, and I, I want to see them. And and the other thing I would say is that we have to be real cautious because for some people, being isolated is easier. And um, while that's good and that's right, it's not – the only thing um, and so being isolated uh, for like safety reasons because of the virus or whatever that makes sense uh, but I, I would encourage people not to get so attached to that that when when that is passed that they're just so used to being isolated that that's where they lock in because um, I think there's some people where that's their you know if, if you're a natural introvert this feels nice. Yeah, I kind of was getting there. I mean, yeah. it was to the point where, I mean, I did have some trepidation with the virus and everything coming back. Um, but I think another part of that was that comfort level of just being at home yeah. and not. So, yeah, I, I totally, yeah. I, can, I can resonate with that. Yeah, and I, I think, and again, I, you know, nobody should misconstrue my words. If you're staying home for safety reasons, then good on you. Yeah. I would encourage you to do what, what feels safe and for you and your family and your loved ones and all of that. That's good and right. Uh, but but the caution is, if we're staying home just because isolation feels better, mm-hmm. that's a dangerous place to live. Sure. Um, and, and we want to make sure that we're digging into community. And so, sure. you know, one of the words of caution I'd have for people, even if they're isolating for, for those health safety reasons, is even in isolation as much as possible, dig into community. Right. Right, like be a part of biblical community, even in that setting, as much as humanly possible. Talk to people on the phone. You know, Pastor David mentioned, like, you know, maybe you're not ready to be in a room with 80 people, but but maybe you know there's some families that are also doing a good job of staying, you know, socially. You know what? 
gather together with one of them to watch service online in community. Like, like there's no magic that happens when when you walk through the door of the church, but there is something special that happens when you worship together with other people. And and, and in your own family is nice, but but it's not the same as gathering together with saints. Ten saints, eighty saints, one hundred and fifty saints doesn't matter, right? But gathering together, so. Like, like if we've got families that aren't ready to get back to church yet, if they're if they're feeling like like it's safe enough, I would encourage them get together with another family that's not back at church yet. Watch the service together, dig yeah. in together, and you know not just watch the service, but then take a few minutes afterwards to talk about it, chat with your kids about it. Like what 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 did what was the main thing that you heard? What did you learn, and um, how could we apply that? And what does that mean? And and like just to to be a part of that, like actively sing, stand and sing, you know, or whatever it is, like just to engage in corporate, even if it's a small uh, gathering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know Shana. some people are um, even just doing Bible studies together, mm-hmm. and just, you know, a group. I mean, yeah, go outside, go to the park, or I mean, like I have one, we have a screen and porch, and we have some ladies come over, so we're still, you know, social distance, but I was kind of like Malia where, um, I mean, it, I mean, it's comfortable to watch the sermon um, on your couch in your pajamas with your blanket. Um, so, I mean, there's some value to that. I like that. Um, but then coming back the first time, it was just like this breath of fresh air. I mean, just the worship yeah. and being together and, and just, I mean, it really yeah. was. Um, and so there's value in doing, you know, if you can, um, just being back together again, too. Yeah, I, you know, I think there is there's an ease factor that we have to acknowledge, right? It's, it's easy on a right. Sunday morning to be able to, yeah. and especially when, you know what, it's nice to do it, but the live stream doesn't disappear. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah. I could exactly. do it at, at, at 10, 15 yeah. when the service starts, right. I could do it at 11. I could do it at four that afternoon. Right. Um, and so it just, it, it gets to be easier right. to do that. Yeah. And, and we know a lot of people do that, right? We right. see the live watchers mm-hmm. and how many people are watching live and we get those, but then we also can go back and see, Oh, it, it's, you know, twice as many people or three times yeah. as many people viewed it. Yeah. They just didn't do it during right. that time. And, and that's convenient. Right. And so there is that convenience factor. Uh, it was convenient for me to be able to record on a Tuesday morning. Right. You know, yeah. like, oh, let's do the sermon now, Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, and I know David on one occasion did it. And he's like, I could do better and shut it down and redid the thing, <laughs> you know, for yeah. time's sake. Sure, I'm going to do over on Sunday Right. Like, but, there's, but there is something that... That just adds to the atmosphere of being yeah. with mm-hmm. um, our brothers and sisters right. and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being committed. So that's, that's what I would say is, like, I think corporate worship matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I, the word of caution is individual worship or even family worship is never a biblical substitute mm-hmm. for corporate worship. Mm-hmm. It works for a season, like right now when we need to, yeah. but, but it's not the answer in in permanency yeah what does, um, what does the bible have to say about gathering corporately? i i think well i mean a lot of things but but i think the one that we all think of is that we shouldn't neglect the gathering together yeah. of the saints like so many are accustomed to doing yeah. um you know the author hebrews is just like hey this matters yeah. but i i think we have to realize too that when the author said that he wasn't talking about hey don't forget, you should show up at Blessed Hope Church on a Sunday morning. <laughs> right. Like, that's yeah. not what that's about. But, right. but it, it is about the need to be with other yeah. believers. Yeah. And, and not just with other believers, like, hey, we spend time together, but we worship together. Yeah. We encourage and admonish and we love and we support. And, 
uh, bear one another's burdens and all of those things, which is, is why I would go back and say, look, if you're not ready to worship live with us here on a Sunday morning, I get that. But as soon as you're able, you know, it might be valuable to invite another family, another couple to join you so that you can engage in corporate worship, even in a smaller, safer, isolated setting. Uh, because the Bible's pretty clear that it's when we engage with one another that that, that we really have a lot of value there. Um, you know, we live in a day and age where you can catch church all the time. Right. You know, I mean, Malia, you know, you're always listening to podcasts or sermons yeah. um, or, you know, other church leaders or Bible teachings or whatever. And that's awesome. That's a, that's not a bad thing. That's no, a great thing. No substitute. It is no for substitute. It is no substitute. part of your local church Yes. Community. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, even local has taken on a different connotation mm-hmm. with all of the online things, yeah. um, you know. But yeah, you could attend, you know, five different churches. Yeah, right? <laughs> right yeah. And some right people now. do. Like, yeah, I, I was checking out some other ones. Too, I was doing that with regularity yeah. um, when, when we were showing our stream at, at 930. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get done with ours, and I would go right over, and I would uh, plug into Bethany's, the church we used to attend in the Quad mm-hmm. Cities. And hear from Pastor Jerry, and then um, what well, was especially good because uh, he was preaching, um, he was preaching uh, a, a series on Revelation, um, but he was about two weeks behind us. So then I'd hear him, and I'd be like, "Oh, I should have mentioned that. Ooh, I should have said it that way. Like, ooh, Jerry, that was a good one. Like, like you know, it, it's a good thing he wasn't preaching it a week before us because I'd have been rewriting everything. Uh, but." <laughs> But, but, you know, I mean, it's just, it, we've been able to do that. And, and that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. It's just not a substitute. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We want to be yeah. well-rounded in the way that we're learning from the other people. Yeah. But, yeah, the, right. there's no substitute for your own church. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, Shauna, how would you encourage people right now to plug in? Um, well, like I mentioned, that doing small group studies, those kind of things I think are, are critical. I think it's always important to be with like-minded people. And so um, whether that's, you know, small groups or, like I said, emails, phone calls, I mean, just staying connected. Um, like Matt says, you can come. I mean, we've done a good job, I think, here spacing people and, and being here on a Sunday morning. There's definitely spots um, open that you could, you know, you're not sitting right next to a family. Um, you can dodge and weave. And yeah. Well, it's part of the or... it's part of the benefit <laughs> right. of. I know some people have asked the question about why do we, you know, our numbers are obviously down a little right. bit because sure. of this. Why are we still doing two services? Well, that's one of the great reasons why. Right. Sure. So there's plenty of room to be socially space. distanced. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yep. Like I mean, yeah. There's definitely people here, but you're not all. I mean, families yeah. are grouped together, and mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, I just I I think back about just the first few weeks and just seeing people's faces and it's just the joy of just being back together mm-hmm. and knowing that you know you get to worship together and I just yeah it's I think it's community is more important than I even realized I think yeah yeah community matters so yeah. right. much in the in life in general we're right. created to yeah. be communal people right. that's what God has done mm-hmm. as he we're created in his yeah. image he's the perfect unity this triune God and we're created in his image but even more so the church is, I mean, you know, the perfect metaphor for this, you know, we're starting this marriage series, right? He gives us this metaphor of a marriage. This is, this is this, this picture of the church. 
and and that's that's there's a this unifying relational aspect. You can't do that in isolation right. no. um, for very long and thrive. Right. Yeah. Um, it, you could do it in a season where we have to, and some people that's where we're at. Right. And again, like no no bad feelings about sure. that. We yeah. do what we need to do right now, but but taking the extra steps if that's you and you're isolated right now and you're staying home for safety reasons take those extra steps man open up the directory it's available on our website everybody should know how to get to it if they're uh, a member here at the church or a regular attender if not call me email me whatever and i'll, I'll walk you through it but you know pick up the directory and make a phone call or send an email and uh you know find a bible study and you know like oh bible studies or snow it's not daunting right you like you find three people and you say hey let's read through matthew together we'll read these first three chapters this week and talk about it i guess not complicated well and we have right now media we do have right now media so much on there yeah watch a video i mean that's what we watch a video and get together discuss it but but i think it's incumbent on anybody whether they're showing up on a sunday morning or not to seek community but it's extra incumbent on people um, if they're if they're needing to be isolated right now, that they take the steps right. to look for community in other ways. And it's it's easy to fall into that comfort, I think, of being in your house and and not really realize the toll it can take mentally on you. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that kind of sneaks up on you. And so, I think it's yeah, extremely important to um, to you know, like you said, like to reach out to somebody. But I mean. Part of that is like, yes, you're getting something from that, but you're so also serving other people in that sense yeah. too. And especially when you're home and maybe not feeling like you have a purpose or you're not able to be, I mean, that's such a great way to minister to others mm-hmm. um, by reaching out too. So yeah. Talk about taking a toll. I feel like I've had a lot of awkward conversations <laughs> with people because it's like, you we, forgot. Forget, yeah. we forget how to make small talk and yeah. just be normal. <laughs> or like words come out and you're like, that wasn't the Yeah. Right or line. you make weird like, gestures. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like if you really love leopard print, <laughs> you know, weird gestures. Things just happen, right? You're like, I don't know where I that came from. <laughs> it was weird, um, but but here's the thing. It was something that happened during our staff oh. meeting. People are listening. Like, like what are they talking about? But 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 here's the thing too. I think that people have to realize. People, I think, come to church because a lot of time their life doesn't make sense and they need something and they know it. Uh, but oftentimes, too, people come to church and their life is okay. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, we always think, oh, well, when you're at rock bottom, then God will grab you and you'll know. And, and that's true for some people. But some people show up at the church not necessarily looking for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? But they show up at the church and what they're looking for is community. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so through that community, we show them that what they're really looking for and what really meets that need is Jesus. But there's a journey they have to go through sometimes. Um, and so, like what you said, Shauna, about like, look, if you are in a place where, where you can help people connect to that community, listen, for a lot of people, that also helps them connect to Jesus. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's an important part of what we do for one another in the body. And um, it's not always pretty. No, it's messy. Like yeah. It's, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you have to get out of your comfort zone. We, we are going to have a series yeah. later this summer um, called Wounded that will deal a lot with church hurt. Um, church hurt from the pastor. I mean, I've hurt people I didn't mean to. Um, the elders from just decisions that the church makes that, that you feel like hurt. Um, but a lot of times that hurt comes from one another in the church. Somebody that I thought I could trust. I mean, like, like it isn't always easy. And relationships are hard in the world. They're hard in the church, yeah, too. I think sometimes we have 
high expectations yeah. for each other yeah. here in the church. Right. I, which I, which I get. Right. Yeah, right. But, but we know this. We say the church is a hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then yeah. we get weirded out when there's sick people here. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, like yeah. people act like hip, you know, because we're all hypocrites. Sure right? we are. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. the church is a place for it's, broken, hurting hard. people. But then we then we get upset when they act when broken they, and yeah. hurting. Right. And and I, I understand yeah. that. Like like yeah. I get that because we, we want to protect ourselves. But mm-hmm. but relationships matter. And and being in community is not always easy. But it's what we're created for, and it's better. And so again, like if you can get here for community, awesome. You know, that's the start of it. There's more. But mm-hmm. but if you can't get here, then then look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of kind of go out and shopping mm-hmm. for some relationships <laughs> in community. You know, I mean, that's, that's a necessary yeah. well, thing. Right. Getting involved uh, either on some type of team serving or in small groups or both. That's a great way to meet people that you maybe wouldn't normally talk to. Sure. And you find your people that way. Right, you really absolutely. do. Because, I mean, I don't know how many times that's happened, especially with the way we do small groups um, where the, your groups kind of tend to change a little mm-hmm. bit more often. And so I've met some amazing, amazing people that I maybe would not have had a relationship with mm-hmm. had it not been for yeah. that. And so that's that's just always so cool how mm-hmm. God does that. Um Let's look ahead towards kind of maybe what's coming up in the future for the church and how things are going to look. Yeah, let's do that. Um, I think, you know, normal is probably, you know, a moving target. Like, um, and I don't know that it'll ever be back to what it was before. Uh, But the question is, when will we get to a point where we say, okay, this is now (laughs) what we think is normative. Uh, we're not there right now. Uh, we know that we have a lot of, of uh, folks that are still staying home, and they'd like to be here, but they just don't feel comfortable quite yet. We understand and support their decision. Uh, we know that we have a lot of people who might feel comfortable being here, but they've got kids, little ones, and since we don't have children's programming, it's awfully hard to sit in a circle. We would encourage them to be here, and right, we love sure. it, even yeah. if their kids are loud. Listen, yeah. they're a part of our family. We want them to be here, yeah. but I do understand when people make the decision to say, no, we'll, we'll check it out through the live stream rather than, than kind of try to juggle our kids during the service um, at the church. It's been fun seeing kids again, though. It has. And so, but, so I think, I think you know, we'll, we'll look at this. We're not normal yet. You know, this isn't what we would say is normative. Uh, but I think we're getting there. Um, and as we get deeper into summer and more like the, the, the pool's going to open, 4th of July weekend um, for just free swim, uh, baseball's in for all ages of kids. Softball's in for all ages of kids. The more and more things we get to where people are naturally being exposed to each other. I heard they're packed in like sardines out of the races, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know, but it sounds like it from my house. Um, sounds loud. Uh, but but I think the more and more people are, are just kind of dropping their guard and, and, and will hit a critical mass of people that are like, you know what, they're interacting, then... Well, it doesn't make sense to socially isolate on a Sunday morning right. if your kids are interacting with each other all of these other places. Right. So so they'll get to be a point where we get to be, you know, in August, looking ahead to the school year, where we'll start putting children's programming back on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll have that stuff going on. Uh, we're looking at just regular live small groups um, in the fall, okay. like getting, getting back to those. We might make the groups a little smaller, mm-hmm. maybe so that we can – 
you know, yep. do our best to social. More of those might happen at the church instead of people's homes so that they can be more spread out. But, but we're going to be getting back to kind of some of our regular ministry opportunities. Um, and, and I think, you know, pretty soon we'll get to start drinking coffee on Sunday mornings again. Um, <laughs> well, you can never stop. Well, no, yeah, Ca- Carrie, like, well, Carrie is so gracious. She, she brings me several cups of coffee from McDonald's um, when she shows up to service on Sunday morning so that I can drink one during first service and yeah. one during the second service. Um, it's especially important now that I'm going to be preaching again. So, um, But I, I, think, I think we're looking forward to things, not getting back to normal, but creating new norms. Right. Um, but getting into some children's programming and figuring out what that looks like. And Sean and I had just met this morning um, after staff meeting. We're going to spend some time reaching out to just um, families with kids that would utilize our, our services downstairs, like our, our children's programming, um, and see, like, you know, when, what will that look like for you to be comfortable? What's the threshold? What classes will you utilize? And, and what do you want to see to – because we, we want to make sure that we're meeting needs as much right, as possible. Absolutely. But, man, we love pouring into those kids. Right. Uh, youth group will get started back up in some fashion. They're already meeting in different ways. Yeah. But but as we get yeah. closer to the school year, yeah. you know, I mean, we'll get back to normal. Right. Shauna, how is the volunteer situation looking for, down, for Sunday for mornings? Sunday mornings. So yeah, like what are you in need of? Um, it takes 16 volunteers to do two services. And so, I, like Matt said, um, we're going to reach out to parents and see their comfort level, and that will determine how many rooms we have open. And um, and so, yeah, the volunteers, once we kind of get that figured out, I'll contact the volunteers that were um, already on the schedule for the last year and mm-hmm. see their comfort level and see what they're um, – but, yeah, I mean, we're – at a minimum, I would say four to six volunteers would be needed for each service. So. Okay. Yeah, and can I say this, too, about volunteers uh, for the children's program? Um, it's not child care. Right, yeah, exactly. It's ministry. Yeah. It's ministry on two levels, and we're seeing it play out with, with parents that aren't necessarily staying home to be isolated, but they're staying home because, hey, there's not children's programming, and that's really hard to engage in a service, and so they're staying home. And so we're seeing it's ministry on two levels. It's, it really is family ministry. It's ministry to the kids because we're teaching them, even at the youngest levels, at the toddler level, we're still, we're still teaching them love and care and that church is a safe place and that Jesus loves them. And, uh, and that obviously grows as they get older through children's church. You know, we're teaching the gospel and what it means to be self-sacrifice and all of those things. But it's also ministry to the parents because then they can freely worship and grow and be discipled themselves without feeling distracted or self-conscious or whatever it might be. So it's ministry on two levels. And here's, here's the thing I'd say. If, if you're someone who um, doesn't feel like, because we have some families and some parents who normally would serve mm-hmm. that are like, no, I, I feel like for right now we just need to stay isolated. So even if you're somebody that doesn't typically serve in children's programming, but you don't feel weirded out about the virus or you feel safe or you feel healthy, Mm -hmm. you know, this would be a good time to say, hey, I can step in and meet that need because it is ministry to these kids. It's ministry to these these uh, parents and families. um, And it's an area where I can step in and serve now because I don't feel like I'm at risk and and I feel safe and and I want to be able to serve in that way. This is a great opportunity for that to step into where there really yeah. will be a significant need. Yeah, 
So well, how do you do that? Our numbers will be down a little bit in ch for the children. And so it's a great opportunity if you're on the fence about it too, to say like, mm -hmm. oh, I'd love to, to go down there. And, and my assumption is we'll be on a different schedule than we were, so it won't be a month on, a month off um, mm -hmm. the way it was. And so, yeah, anyone who's just even ever thought about being interested in it, this would be a great time yeah. to just pop down for yeah. a week and see how it is. And yeah. If yeah. someone's interested, how what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, email or text or Facebook. Or, okay. I mean, don't, don't call me. <laughs> and Sean, I just saw yeah. a meme about Woo! that. I was like, yeah, like, yeah the don't, best, don't call it was me like something about the best time to call me was Never. text me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you can call Malia and then she'll bring me the phone and I'll panic. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, I think, and Shauna's information is on the website. Yeah. Right? Like, so mm -hmm. Facebook, messages, whatever. Yeah. But if you just want to email her, like, that's on the yeah, website. Right. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, exactly. or, you know, if you're really old fashioned, just call the church. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and, if and then some, I'll go to Shauna's office yeah. with the phone and yeah. Yeah. she'll have these big panic dialogues. Well, and even if Shauna. <laughs> Who is it? Stop it. And even if Shauna's not here, because people should know this, right? Like, like we have always been, they may not know like what our schedules are. Um, but prior to COVID pandemic, we are loosey goosey with our right. schedules, like mm -hmm. because we're out yeah. we're out doing yeah. ministry and right. things, and and mm -hmm. you know like like there's no magic about being in the office. Right. You, yeah. So you work from home, you work from um, a baseball game, you work from somewhere else, and so if Sean is not here, just leave a message. Right. I mean, like mm -hmm. like on the answering machine. I mean, this yeah, is not yeah, exactly. it's not complicated, right? Yeah. We know how to do this. Mm -hmm. um, don't let yeah. oh I wasn't sure how to get a hold of Sean be an excuse for not yeah. jumping in. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. We miss everyone that we haven't gotten to see in person and look forward to a time when we are all under one roof together again. Yeah, you know what? I do yeah. miss faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think people think it's trite when I say it, so I, I try to be careful. But I absolutely love, um, you know, our church family. And I know some better than others. Mm -hmm. sure. um, and, and some I, I, I've interacted with very little just because of how long they've been here and and some of those things, uh, but but, I mean, I, I pray for our, our folks, you know, by name as a whole, like just in, in different ways, and think about them, and, and and I mean, I love the people here, and so I really am the people I haven't seen. I'm anxious to see, and yeah. mm -hmm. um, it, it will do my heart some good. Right. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs>